Hey, Goal Achievers. Welcome to the Elite Achievement Community. I'm Kristen Burke, your host and coach here to demystify the goal achievement process. If you are ambitious and visionary, then let's get to work so you can maximize your potential. Hey, Goal Achievers. Welcome back to Elite Achievement. Kristen here, and if you could only see me now, I am back in my podcast studio, aka closet, surrounded by piles of dirty laundry that I have been purposely avoiding this week and literally sitting on top of one of my daughter's stuffed animals to record this podcast. I have to be really honest, I can't wait for the day to have my own podcast recording studio. It is definitely in the vision that I am working towards. Today, I am sharing one of my goal achievement strategies, the quarterly review. I am eager to share this process with you because it was a game changer for my business last year. I'm starting to hear defeat in some people's voices as they recognize they are off track from where they thought they would be at the end of the first quarter. I want to remind you, achieving your most meaningful 2021 goals is like running a marathon. I've completed eight marathons, so I have a little bit of experience with this analogy. You're pumped up, excited, and a little bit nervous at the start line. Then you start to settle into your running groove those first few miles and think, this won't be so bad. I got this. Then your mind starts to wander. For me, it happens usually around mile eight or nine. And you think, man, I've been running a while and I still have such a long way to go. I'm hungry, especially in the New York Marathon where you gather at the start line so early. I was starving by mile eight and nine. All I could think of was a giant pizza. And your feet, your feet start to hurt. Maybe you even start to question why you paid to run this race in the first place. Then all of a sudden, you make it to the halfway mark and you feel a renewed sense of energy. A good song comes on your playlist and now you're at mile 20 and you think, yes, I only have a 10K left to run. And then all of a sudden, your legs start to feel like concrete. Time slows down. You are convinced you've run another mile and it's only been a tenth of a mile. You seriously think about laying down on the side of the road, but remember that your family is waiting for you near the finish line. So you muster up the strength to keep moving one foot in front of the other. Then you see it. Mile marker 26. And all of a sudden, you pick up the pace. You forget about all of the hardships, the doubt, the misery, and you find yourself fist pumping your way to the finish line, feeling victorious, accomplished, and hungry. Can any other marathoners relate? No matter where you are in your goal achievement marathon, you can benefit greatly from a quarterly review, which is why I'm going to detail this process today. I want to share with you why I think this process is so significant Describe some common roadblocks and offer ideas on how to overcome them. Detail exactly how I conduct my quarterly reviews and share some insight into what I've learned by conducting these reviews. If you are listening to this episode on the go, 
you can visit my blog on my website, kristenburke.com, for an outline of the content I am sharing today. I'm continually fascinated by the difference between goal setters and goal achievers. I believe we all have dreams in our hearts and desires for our lives. In my work coaching and developing small business owners, I've noticed differences in the way achievers approach goals and how they intentionally shape their mindset. Achievers have a great deal of clarity and they work consistently, not perfectly, to achieve their goals. They also regularly grow their confidence and courage. Carol Dweck is an expert on mindset and in her research has found people either have a fixed or a growth mindset. During difficult times, those with a growth mindset are prone to prevail. With the first quarter coming to a close, are you operating from a fixed or a growth mindset? If you have a fixed mindset, you likely gave up on your goals. Believe it's too difficult to change and feel defeated. If you have a growth mindset, you recognize now is an ideal time to work on your business and goals by reflecting and planning for the second quarter. We still have three quarters remaining in 2021 to grow, evolve our limiting beliefs, establish new habits, and make massive progress in the direction of our most meaningful goals. I was fortunate to work for a firm that partnered with a powerhouse consultant, Jan Teresi Mokwa. Jan facilitated our quarterly leadership meetings, and I was always impressed with the way she could command the attention of the room and inspire a group of leaders to embrace accountability towards our goals. Jan was an incredible mentor to me and played a huge role in inspiring me to do the work I do today. I knew when I launched my business that I was going to implement my own version of a quarterly review because of the success our team experienced while working with Jan. Why do I believe quarterly reviews are so significant? If you are following me on social media, you know I believe reflecting and planning is critical for goal achievement. Each week, I conduct the Friday Ritual where I write down my weekly wins to grow my confidence and remind myself of the progress I've made. Note the lessons I learned throughout the week to remain courageous in my pursuit of my goals and identify the priorities for next week. At the end of the month, I complete a month-end goal review to gain clarity on my progress towards my goals, celebrate what went well over the past month, and determine what changes I need to make in the coming month. The quarterly review combines some of the elements from my weekly and monthly reviews, but it is an opportunity to pull out of your business and think strategically. Without a quarterly review, you run the risk of doing the same things over and over again. The power of a quarterly review lies in being able to pinpoint a few key strategies that when executed will build momentum towards your goal. I reread my notes from last year's Q1 review in preparation for today's podcast. I remember sitting on my bed, which served as my office for several months last year, with my laptop and notebook and walking myself through quarterly review questions. It was painful to look at my revenue progress, 
I was at 9% of my revenue goal for 2020, three months into the year. I learned in that moment that I needed to make some changes or run the risk of finishing the year wildly off from my intended revenue goal. I thought about what I was willing to change from a scheduling perspective. I thought about what I needed to do from an activity perspective and left my review session with a clear plan to increase prospecting and initial client conversations. Taking this time to engage in a quarterly review allowed me to reflect on what was working and what wasn't working. Instead of sending the same outreach emails, I learned I needed to tweak my process. Here's a note from my review session. Offer times. Weak emails get weak replies. This was a game changer for me the rest of March and April. Instead of asking people to meet with me to discuss coaching, I offered times for us to meet. This didn't mean everyone said yes, but it led to more coaching conversations. I went from 16 initial conversations in March to 31 in April. I welcomed six new coaching clients to my practice in April alone because I was clear on what I needed to do to achieve results. If you are still not convinced of the power of a quarterly review, I grew my revenue in Q2 last year by 54%. Using the format, I will share with you later on in this podcast. Before we jump into that formula, let's address some roadblocks that might get in the way of your review process. First, you might be thinking, I understand the benefit of a quarterly review, but I don't have the time. Not having the time is one of the most common excuses we use to prevent goal achievement. When you tell yourself, I don't have time, I encourage you to pause and really ask yourself, do I not have time? And then ask yourself, why do I think I don't have time? There could be a lot of emotions fueling this excuse. Fear, disappointment in where you are at versus where you thought you would be, shame, and maybe frustration. The feelings of being behind or off track can falsely lead us to believe we need to work harder. We think I should spend the quarterly review time working in my business, driving more activity, seeing more people, making more calls, etc. This thinking is exactly why we need to pause and reflect so we understand what is actually working and then do more of it and understand what is not working so we can change and try something different. Perhaps things are going great for you, better than expected, and you think, why should I invest time to review? I think this is awesome if you are on pace and having your best year ever, but I still recommend you take the time to understand what is working so you keep doing it. Have you ever found yourself stopping to do something because it worked? I hear this on occasion with clients who remember, oh yeah, I used to ask for referrals that way. I don't know why I stopped, because it worked. Reflecting and planning when you are on track can be an inspiring way to celebrate your efforts and progress and then stay on track throughout the next quarter. I recommend you block on your calendar 90 minutes to two hours to conduct your quarterly review. 
I recognize there are some of you listening right now who are managing a lot between business, parenting, relationships, life. If 90 minutes to two hours feels daunting, try breaking your review into three or four smaller sessions. Is watching one less TV show or waking up 20 minutes earlier for some quiet time worth it to be in a stronger position to achieve your goals? Fear is another roadblock that could prevent you from engaging in a quarterly review. Perhaps you are afraid to confront the reality of your situation. It feels more comfortable to shy away from the data and tracking because you already know you are off track. Or maybe you are afraid to do what you need to do in order to achieve your goals. If you are feeling paralyzed by fear, I recommend you ask yourself, what's the worst that can happen? Really dive into this scenario and go several layers deep around what's the worst possible outcome if you review or if you implement the strategies that scare you. And then flip the script. Ask yourself, what's the best that can happen? In the example I mentioned earlier, the best that happened for me was I walked out of my Q1 review with an actual plan to get back on track for my goals. I felt more confident after going through the review questions and learning what was holding me back and then establishing a plan to get back in control of chasing my goals. In general, when my clients work through these questions, what's the worst and what's the best, they find not embracing fear to go for the potential best is far scarier than the worst case scenario. Let's dive into my quarterly review process. I recommend you start your review session by reading your long-term vision. If you don't have a long-term vision that excites you, this could be a great time to rewrite your long-term vision. Reminding yourself of where you want to go long-term is a great way to align the strategies you plan to implement in Q2 to the bigger picture. This serves as momentum and motivation for you when times get tough. It's also empowering to make note of the parts of your vision that have come to reality or are close to coming to reality. If you need help writing your vision, head over to my website after you finish this episode and check out the blog post I wrote on overcoming vision skepticism. Next, ask yourself a series of questions. What is your most meaningful goal for 2021? If you haven't outlined this goal, you can sign up to receive my breakout plan on my website. I created this tool to help you think strategically about your most meaningful goal. If you have outlined your most meaningful goal for 2021, what progress did you make in the first quarter? Do you consider yourself to be on track or off track and why? Don't skip over answering the why. Analyzing why you are on track or off track is where the gold lies in this process. Answering this question allows you to come up with meaningful strategies to implement in the second quarter. Next, ask yourself, where did you excel last quarter? I'm a huge believer 
and celebrating along the way. Giving yourself credit for what's working, the progress you've made, growth you've experienced is all critical for growing your confidence on your goal achievement journey. After celebrating where you excelled, ask yourself, what lessons did you learn last quarter? We are all gonna mess up and make some mistakes along the way. I've never met a successful person that did everything perfectly. Some of our greatest lessons come from our failures, disappointments, and setbacks. Once you learn to appreciate the lessons along the way, you can grow your courage to keep pushing through fear. What is no longer serving you? This is an incredibly powerful question. This question is going to encourage you to explore beliefs, processes, mindset, or habits that you need to eliminate or evolve in the next quarter. Think about the stories you told yourself in Q1 that did not serve you well. How will you rewrite those stories next quarter? Do you have any limiting beliefs that are getting in the way of your ability to consistently execute? Some common beliefs that come up in my work with clients are, things are going so great right now, when will it change or shift? Or, I didn't come from money, so I don't deserve to charge this much, work with higher net worth individuals, or earn more money than I need. Another limiting belief is I'm new to this role and feel like an imposter. Why would someone take me seriously? If you have some limiting beliefs to work through, I recommend journaling about them. Why do you believe them? Where do they come from? How do they hinder you? What do you want to do about them? I also love the book, You Are a Badass at Making Money for Working Through Money Beliefs. Mindset is a critical component of the goal achievement journey. Henry Ford said it best, whether you think you can or think you can't, you're right. During your review, check in with your mindset. The next question to work through is what is working as you strive to achieve your goals that you want to continue in the next quarter? Then what goal do you want to achieve next quarter to set you up for year-end success? What changes do you need to make on your calendar in the next quarter to achieve your second quarter goal? Once you've identified this Q2 goal, outline three strategies that support your goal. One strategy that excites you, one strategy that scares you, and one strategy that is fundamental that you know if you do, you will make massive progress towards your goal. At the end of my quarterly review session, I craft a new short-term vision statement for the next quarter. I include some of the beliefs I am working on, habits I want to build, descriptions of the person I want to become, and read this statement each morning to kick off my day. I detail how to write a short-term vision statement in episode 14, Developing an Achievement Mindset. By conducting quarterly reviews over the last year, I've learned a lot about myself and my business. One thing I've learned is that time really goes quickly. We might not feel it in the moment as we wake up and go through our routine or go to work, but 
it really goes fast if you think about week after week and month after month. Having a quarterly review gives you a chance to pause and get really intentional with what you want to do with that time. It has amazed me how much I've been able to accomplish in a quarter. Just this first year alone, I've been able to onboard an incredible virtual assistant who is helping me take my business to new levels. I've outlined a strategy to be a guest on other people's podcasts so I can continue to share my message around goal achievement. And I've started outlining something really exciting that I'm going to release and launch to you this summer, a four-step goal-setting series. I know we've covered a lot in this episode, so I want to remind you that you can visit my blog for a detailed description of today's talking points. I hope you are energized to take time to work on your business or on your goals by conducting a quarterly review. Imagine the clarity you will get from answering the reflection questions and leaving your review session with three strategies to implement next quarter. I've experienced the power of reflecting and planning firsthand, and I'm excited for you to grow in the direction of your goals. With that goal achievers, go to my website, kristenburke.com, and sign up for your breakout plan. Read my blog posts, and as always, keep celebrating your wins, noting your lessons learned, and identify the priorities that will move you closer to your most meaningful goal. Thank you for listening to this episode. If you are feeling inspired and want to join the Goal Achievers community, visit my website to sign up and get connected. We can also connect socially on Instagram. Follow me at Meet Kristen Burke. Links are in the show notes. Don't forget to rate, review, and share this show. Until next time, Goal Achievers, keep progressing towards your goals and celebrate those weekly wins.